that's odd. Oh, now see, he had to do it for you. Oh, I'm sorry. You assholes! You uh, ruin everything. Well, in general, that's that's. I mean, I thought that's why I was here. Is that you not why? Me? Did you miss me? Did you miss me at all? Shut up, everybody! Welcome to Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's the asshole Jeff. Hey, come on, man! I'm walking here. <sighs> that's Wells, who's trying his best to figure out how to record all this. I know it's kind of weird. Yeah, and, and, and who are you? What's up? What's up? I, I, you know, you've screwed. I was waiting until you were gone, and I was just going to come back when you left, and here you still are. Yeah, I know. Surprise, what's motherfucker! What's up? Man, it's been a while again. And it's probably going to be a while, a while more after this, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I think I'm okay on the next couple of days. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think. You think? I think. Well, at least as of well, today. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, at least the next one, I think. Let's keep, let's keep it that way. I get kind of weird when it's just me and Wells. I don't want that to be a thing. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. <gasps> like a normal he gets kind of handsy and like, yeah. I don't know where to draw the line. And yeah. I, I keep understand. trying to figure out the safe word. I haven't figured it out yet. Oh, you cut the music already. Gotta let it play all the way through. Well, he doesn't have to. I don't He's have the to. one running the board, Josh. <laughs> don't tell him what to do. <sighs> I, I, wanna, I, I will put their, baby in the corner. I want to hear their beautiful dulcet tones. All right. So uh, before we get, because we do have a lot of news, but I wanted to talk about something that three of us did because Chris was too good to come hang out with us. Uh, we went to go hit mm-hmm. Resident Culture, Divine Barrel, Bold Misty, Bold Misty, sorry. Bold Misty. Bold Missy, and then <laughs> we sister. Jeff and I wrapped it up at uh, OMB. So we I want Triple C. Oh yeah, and Triple we C as well. C yeah. I want to get your opinion first on oh, Divine Barrel because uh, you'd never yeah. been there, and yeah, Wells yeah, and I it had. was the first time we'd been there. Uh, I was super impressed. Um, man, the beer there was really good. It was um, kind of weird though when we first walked in, right? It was like romper room. It was like romper room. There's like a section off the left that has a couch, and there's like five kids running around. Yep. And then there's another table where, like, it, you know, again, it's you know, there's a couple of sets of parents, and the kids are all running around. Which I mean, look, it's a Saturday afternoon, right? No, because we were there at like yeah. what two? And, and I'll say this: like, yes, there there were a handful of kids, and they were running around, but they, they weren't like it. It never kind of infringed on my experience, right? Not at all. You know, I, I I really don't have any honest issue with with them being there, but right, the and, and really then they good. cleared out really quick too. Yeah, it was weird. Like I, I, all of a sudden, we, they were we gone. had to give them a hard time. They've got these these ginormous glasses behind the counter, and they're like like twenty ounce glasses. And we're like, well, what do you normally put in there? He's like, well, usually our low ABV stuff, but we don't have anything that low. And I'm looking at their menu, and like the lowest thing they've got is like four and a half percent. I'm like, dang, you don't put a you won't even put a four and a half percent beer in a twenty ounce glass. I mean, well, they have like a grotzer. Uh, they launched with a grotzer that was like 3%. Or, oh, okay. Okay. So, I mean, they're I just super wonder, like, low. Stuff. Yeah, I just like wonder like how often do you, you know, I'm like, that, that'd be a good Big Bad Baptist class. <laughs> I'm just going to have one tonight, honey. <laughs> just <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I absolutely loved it. Uh, my, my, really, my only complaint is that they would not sell me anything more than a crowler of uh, Zest Intentions. Yeah. I wanted something larger than that. Yeah. Uh, and then, so the three of us went to Bold Missy, which is right across the street. Mm-hmm. Yep. You'd never been. I'd never I'd, been. I've oh, been, you've been? I did an article on this. Oh, shit. Been okay. Everywhere. All right. Well, like, you, uh, you and I had never been. been. We'd never uh, been. Very cool place. Yeah. Very um, nice facility. Very clean facility. Very yeah. chill. Like, yeah. there was two or three people they in the tap room. They had food there, too. Yeah. I mean, like, which I didn't know. I mean, which was I mean, mostly like hot dogs. But I mean, like, still, it's, you know. But yeah, it was a neat place. The beer was good. Yeah. I mean, I had a solid ass. APA, so yep. which yep. it's hard to find anymore. Yeah, right. like no haze. It wasn't a just, juice bomb. No, it yeah. was just a straight up American pale ale, and I was like, I like this. Well, that's what happens when you hire a brewer with West Coast sensibilities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. No. Crazy. 
and, and we uh, tried to go to Wooden Robot. That didn't work <laughs> out for us so well. I we we pulled up to there was like, oh hell no. Yeah, Jeff said, oh hell no. Just too many people. You, you pulled a you pulled one of my moves. Drove, said too we, much. So, too so we drove past the front, made the big right, got all the way down to that corner where like uh, uh, craft growler shop is. Yeah, yeah. Made the loop all the way around. Could not find a spot. Even in I the work a parking lot. Well, I mean, we were just going for like a beer. Yeah, like uh, literally so, all these stops, we went for a beer, maybe yeah. two. So yeah. it's, uh, it's kind of funny. So y'all drove past the front door. Yeah, we saw then, your car, and then another car like was in between my, me and you, and then like a car just unparked itself from in front. I'm like, well, I knew where I'm going to park yeah, Unparked myself. itself. I like how you yeah, did that. Well, it was yeah. Drove yeah, on. but yeah, no, that's, so we moved on to Triple C, which yeah. Josh has never actually been to Triple no. C. Which, what? No, yeah. never. What? Never. So how did it make you feel to have your first baby maker at Triple C? It was nice. I mean, it was a nice place. I, I don't understand who's doing their marketing over there because that place could be huge. If they really chose to, I yeah. feel like. I mean, but. it's right on a on a light rail stop. Yes. Now they have the what Suffolk Punch and Hyde Brewing right across the street. Yeah. They have their barrel room and event space. Uh, I like that place. Well, I remember when they opened. That place was pretty desolate, right? These were like manufacturing buildings, right? And some like weird shops and stuff in there. And now they have condos, apartments, light. Oh rail yeah, stop. I mean Jesus, well, the amount of apartments up. that are over there, it's well, fucking spoiler insane. Spoiler alert: You know, anytime that a brewery sets up shop, it's a place they can afford. Which is these abandoned industrial areas, yep. right? And then once, I mean, you want to know what the next hottest neighborhood is? You know, nine <laughs> yes, point Stephon, nine times out of ten, North End. I mean, just uh, where the, where the where the find out where the breweries are going. Well, no, and he's right. Find out where the breweries are going to be at, and eventually, that's where the people are going to be at. Well, I mean, like uh, Chris was always the one that would say, you know, you, you start driving around some town you don't know, and you get into like the abandoned industrial park, and you just roll down the window and yep. start start sniffing out the start window, smelling and, like, for some nice, smelling yeah. for some. Sp- yep, somebody's brewing. It's going to be brewing around here. Yep. There you go. <clears throat> well, I, you know, and, and well, I'll. I'll preview of my story here in a second but i mean i was driving around nashville and it was kind of the same thing two different areas it was you know both like that you know with what's cheap rent all right that's where we'll go yep so nice exactly and then, uh, uh, and then uh, old final Mac. yep final stop old mech because why not i mean you have to well we got to have the uh munzler's revenge Mun- the munzler's revenge, revenge. Yeah. they yeah. should just call it munzler's revenge it sounds so fucking cool right? it does <laughs> i think uh, anything's revenge sounds awesome yeah montezuma's oh wait no. oh, oh well, that <laughs> does oh, not sound wait. awesome okay at all. Well, it sounds epic at least. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. No, but that was that's a, man, that's a yeah. damn good beer. It Chris. is. Chris. It's yeah. a really yeah. good beer, Chris. I, I, Chris. I came straight from the airport, guys. You want me to like you uh, not like show up late? Like I got here on I time. mean you yeah. could have yeah, you would have had time. I guess I could have, I would have yeah. had time. Yeah, yeah you would have had time. So uh, yeah, like on all my adventures out and like not being here on Mondays or on every other Mondays, yeah. um I actually get uh get get did get to go try out uh, you know, the formerly Twitter's brew cocky Florida brewer now, uh, his place he has in West Palm Beach. Oh, okay. Where he's the he's the brewer at uh, West Palm Brewery in Wine Vault. Yeah. Oh, did he? And, oh, he must have moved on. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's like the track. head brewer at a, at a new joint. Oh, okay. Um, Good and for him. Uh, it was a really cool place, man. Um, really cool place. Uh, I got I went by on a Sunday. It was uh, had to be in South Florida on a Monday. Flew into Palm Beach, checked it out. They had a band playing. Place was packed in between rainstorms, inside outside seating. Uh, you know, uh, uh, was it Neapol- Neapolitan pizza? What is the yeah. pe- Neapolitan pizza oven thing there? They had a Cuban pizza, dude. What? what? Cuban pizza. All right, so talk, talk to me. Yeah, about talk this. to me more about this. Yes. They had a. Well, I would like to know more. Yeah, there a Cuban pizza it had <laughs> it had pulled pork, you know, smoked pulled pork, uh, ham, pickles, and mustard on a you know flashed in an oven at. A did, what, did it have a sauce? Just mustard. 
Okay. Yeah, it was All a right. Cuban. It was basically an so open space Cuban. Yeah, it's okay. It was fantastic. You know man. what? Like, I can I can get behind this. Uh, spears I'm, were great, man. Uh, you. But would, was it an authentic Cuban bread? Was it? It was authentic it was, Cuban it was, pizza it was, crust. It was an authentic. It was an authentic double O flour from Italy for the Neapolitan pizzas, which is. Yeah, but so then really it's it's yeah. just it's yeah. a Cuban pizza. True. I don't know. They were flying <laughs> off the off the shelves. Man. I bet People they were. were. I, this sounds delicious. The beers, uh, one of, my favorite beer of the place was actually a brown ale. Uh, Josh would love this. And then they had a coffee variant of the brown ale. Oh, nice. Uh, they had another variant of the brown ale with um, aged in with brandy staves. Uh, these were from oh. like a, they had basically like a on. cigar beer pairing with these beers and Cuban pizzas. It was basically a Cuban festival kind of thing. It was fucking awesome. So, yeah, anyway, if you go there, shout out to, uh, to Joel. Um, he came out and talked with me, had a pint with me. Uh, before oh, I cool. Left, uh, so yeah. you actually got to meet him I in person? I got to meet the dude is, in person, yeah. Is he a shitbag as I would imagine he is? Oh, yeah. He called me He called me motherfucker, dickhead. He, nice. He, he, like, he like ragged on me, made fun of me. It was oh, great. Yeah. Well, well, just mean, like we were on the internet. Yeah, to, to be fair, great. we do the same thing. So. Yeah, it was fantastic. But uh, great beers. Uh, really cool place. If, you, if you're into wine, they actually have their own winery uh, on the west coast where they're actually sourcing their own yeah uh, their own wine and stuff uh, it's really cool man i saw him uh, like going out and like trying to find some of the really play- cool or looking at the vineyards there. and stuff really cool yeah. crowd really cool location i mean it's down the street from like a uh a mclaren dealership which I guess you can, <laughs> you can hey, look, my dick is this big yeah <laughs> mclaren dealership there's like a uh, like, this is pretty badass dude uh good place if you're in west palm or near west palm i'd suggest checking it out it was pretty good so shout out to them Cool. Right on. Uh, anything else exciting other than our little brewery tour? I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. I went to a triple can release this past week. Oh, really? A, Big shock. They had a fruited barley wine. Or not a fruited barley wine. What? what? I know. Sorry. I spoke too soon. Is there something about what? Fruited Berliner Weiss. You know, the other B word. Yes. Um, fruited Berliner. Hazy IPA. But I was there for, for the, the Pilsner. Yep. Hello, God, resident culture. Yeah, I really wanted Rhea to go to Pilsner, that. Right? Yeah. Not things did not work out. Is... Did they have any plans on making that like a an always available can? No, that takes sucks. A, takes a long time for them to <gasps> condition it, right? So I guess they have to have space, time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. lagers take up you know twice the amount of tank time that you would have with any of the other beers that they're making. So it just it just seems like that's the kind of thing that they could really hang their hat on and continually make and probably continually sell out. I mean. I understand you make a beer, you sell a beer, but it'd be nice to see them get like, like kind of key into that as one of their flagships. Well, there is talk of a rotating like lager or Pilsner series so that there's always one or two options on, but it's just not going to be re-up. That's. Because I mean, all right. So hey, that was had any of their other loggers like uh, true. Fair enough. Yeah, they're not messing around over there. That was the first place that we went to, and it was actually just going to be Jeff and I, and then I think we were going to meet you at Divine, and then we were like, "Well, it's like, wait, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming coming too. I'm coming too. I'm coming too." But you know, when Jeff and I first got there, like they had just opened, like maybe ten, twenty minutes earlier, and you look up at the board, and it's just. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to be negative here, <laughs> but it's just hazy, 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 hazy. So it would be nice juicy. if they would do One like good a good reason for that, though. Well, absolutely, people want absolutely, but. It would be nice if they put a lager or pilsner, well, have, like even so rotating. Have, so they won't be. So I've been there a few times, and it is the haze crowd, right? Everything they do is hazy. Um, my problem with hazy, like like I said, I'm just not into it. I can't differentiate between. Like if you put five of them in front of me, I can't get much differentiation between the five. See, if you wouldn't have missed the last eighteen episodes, yeah, you, yeah, you, you would, would have. Be, act, you'd be like me and Josh. Yeah. We're 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 at like we're at like blue belts, and you're still at like no belt. Yeah. 
Now, they do at Resident Culture. They do have one West Coast IPA that's been there every single time I've been there. It's called Forever Alone. <laughs> it's yep. nobody, yeah. Because it's the only fucking it. one they're ever going to make. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, Forever Alone, but it's a rotating it's a single rotating hop thing, series. But yeah, it's the only uh, thing they're ever going to okay. make. Yeah, they're never going to have like two West Coast IPAs on Which, that. I, I mean, probably not. Who's, I mean, outside of a couple of us here that would love to have that option. I mean, they're not going to sell two West Coast IPAs. No. It's, not it's just happen. not, yeah. It's just not their thing. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, anything before we get into the news? <clears throat> um... Yeah, I was in uh, uh, Nashville okay. uh, yesterday. Uh, you know, as I was driving, <laughs> I, I had a funeral, you know, so there was a thing. Uh, but I was driving back from Indiana, and it was just me. Didn't have the wife or kids. And I'm like, you know what? I can do whatever the hell I want. Yep. I'm going to swing into Nashville. And uh, we had uh, a couple weeks back, uh, a couple shows back, had had uh, some beer from uh, Bearded Iris and... Uh, Southern Grist, both of whom were based out of Nashville. So I popped him in the GPS and swung by. I got a chance to talk to Kevin at Southern Grist. He's one of the owners. Uh, super nice guy. Uh, that part- They have two tap rooms, and that one was more of a, a newer feeling. Uh, you know, like sometimes you go into a, a tap room, and it's kind of got like that old-worldy kind of feel to right, it. Right, yeah. And some of them have more like kind of like a new, um, sharper kind of vibe. That's yeah, the how, modern clean that, cut. Yeah. yeah. That was Southern Grist. Um, they had a ton of beer on tap. I tried. I'm like, you know, I said, hey, look, I'm just driving through. I want to get some stuff, uh, bring it in for the show. You know, if you don't mind, I'd like to try a couple things. And man, I mean, he was super cool. And I got to try it. They had some crazy stuff there. But like, it's like I would like it, but like not enough that I wanted to, you know, like commit to a four pack or right. a crowler of it. Um, they had one that was like a, it was like a strawberry sour, but it had like, coconut and vanilla in it and it just like it like like the coconut threw me you know mm-hmm. but it was like i get what you're going for they had a ton of collabs it was really neat but i i got one of those uh for us for next time you'll miss out josh but it's a sour so you won't care yeah uh, not really pineapple lime and tiki spices go what tiki spices what the it's like uh, <laughs> a little the hell are tiki like spices? a little bit of cinnamon and nutmeg and uh it's super interesting so i got a crowler that for uh when josh is gone uh, and then uh, went over to the Bearded Iris, and they had the more kind of like old-timey kind of vibe to it, the more like throwback. Um, cool place there, too. They do uh, three packs of crowlers, which I thought was kind of fun. Nice. Uh, they even have little holders that will hold three crowlers at a time. Sweet. Uh, so, I, so I got three crowlers because, I, I mean, why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, of course, then I got home, and I'm a, I got home the in there. Jerk to only have two crowlers, and right. then you've got... Empty space in the middle. That's right. I got home and I'm like, oh, they're all New England IPAs. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All How right. did that happen? Well, I mean, damn it, Wells. <laughs> but uh, that was a super cool place, too. I, I'd love to go back and just spend some time there and hang out. Uh, but, you know, Bearded Iris definitely is more of the uh, hazy IPA crowd where I feel like uh, Southern Grist has a lot more variety going on. Gotcha. Um, and, and that's just what I was, what I observed while I was there. Right. You right. know, menus are always subject to change and yeah, who knows absolutely. what they're going to have at any given time. Um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, you know, it was pretty cool. Cool. Pretty cool. Right on. All right. We ready for news? News. News. All right. So this is a whoo doggy. This is a big one. Hey, you know, we haven't talked about politics in a while. No, we Let's haven't. Talk about politics. And we haven't talked about, you know, the lawsuit that is currently going on with NODA and OMB versus the state of North Carolina and about our self-distribution laws and all that fun stuff. Well, we did talk about it, but just to say that they... No, I'm are, joking because we've con- talked I'll about shush. this constantly. I'm but, picking up your sarcasm, Josh. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. Uh, but during initial discovery, they've exposed a secret agreement agreement between AB and Bev and a distributor called R.A. Jeffries, which where are they based out of? Never heard of them. 
Club. Yeah, I had neither. Raleigh, I believe. Okay. Well, wherever they are, that basically the sales of their beers are given priority over all other project products. Blah, I can't talk, which is illegal and has been since 1989. I don't know. I found this quite fascinating. Like, apparently nobody knew about it. And, and now, like, they have raised the flag to say, hey, shit's going down. And this is really going to help our case if we can finally get to court with this. You all right over there? You guys are making faces. Throw, throwing them for a loop there. <laughs> yeah, R.A. Jeffries is uh, <clears throat> Eastern North Carolina. Greenville, okay. that was Raleigh, Wilmington. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Okay. So, like I said, I mean, basically, they're, it's, I, I almost want to call this pay-to-play, in a way. Oh, that, that's not even my favorite you know, thing well, that's come out of Discovery, though. Isn't the whole point, though, the, the thing Tim Kent keeps going on and on, Tim Kent's the, the guy that runs the... Or he's the, the executive head. director of the North Carolina Beer and Wine Wholesalers Association. Thank you. You know, he's always out there saying, hey, look, you know, distributors are great because it gives everybody an opportunity to have their beer sold. Everybody can go out there and, you know, he, he really paints this picture. He doesn't say it quite as much, but he paints this picture like everybody's got a fair chance. Yep. But clearly... That's you know, not the they're case. going to push the beer that they make the most money on and the beer that they like, and maybe they're getting some kickbacks. I mean, you know. So, so here's the deal. So I'm going to take the counterpoint on this. If I am the regulator. Jane, you ignorant yeah, slut. So if I'm, the, if I'm a regulator, right, and I see this and, up. and one party brings this up to me and says, hey, these guys that are not part of this lawsuit, but we found that there's a distributor <laughs> somewhere that's doing this, and they'll say, okay, cool, we'll find them. Everything's still upheld. Sorry. Tough shit. We'll give them a fine. Thanks for finding that. We're not. Oh, I mean, it's it's absolutely possible. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I mean, they, there's no basis for them to raise any cap limit because of this finding. Go well, a little sure, bit further down sure, and, and yeah. I mean, that's that's always an option. Is that about here? Maybe it's okay. It's not in this article. Um, okay. So Different there article. there is a, a a documented conversation, like part of the. Uh, evidence so far um, between the owner of the Beer Army Combat Brewery. Yeah, we talked about that uh, a couple of episodes ago. But it's God. Yeah, no, we talked about like, that a couple of episodes. We actually was, read some of it, and it was pretty good. Yeah, that's the one that just makes me think, like, I think Craft Freedom has a... If this is just what's coming out of an initial discovery, right? what's, what's this trial going to look like? And suddenly, you've got to think if the distributors are the... You know, if the wholesalers are starting to think like, you know, maybe increasing this cap a little bit wouldn't be such a bad idea. Yeah. So I agree. I, I'd like to see more come out. I mean, this is like you said, this is an initial discovery. I'd like to see more. I mean, cause we know it's happening. Everybody yeah. knows it's happening. It's been going on forever. And, but my fear is the same fear you have, Chris. My fear is that they're going to come out and they're going to say, all right, you know, Tim Kent in the, Distributors yeah. Alliance, shame on you. We're gonna slap your yeah, hand. We're, we're gonna, gonna say that had nothing to do with your barrel limit. We're gonna, Absolutely. yeah, we're, right. we're gonna find you. Limit. We're gonna find you two and a half million dollars. Don't ever do it again. They'd be like, okay, we're real sorry. But yeah. then at the next, you know, board meeting, they all pass the hat around and you know chip in for R. A. Jeffrey's yeah punishment. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So Chris, I I remember oh, tweeting. God, this one. Th- I mean, you know what? Yeah, man. Most most brewery acquisitions don't hurt me. This one hurts. Yeah. So I was going to say I remember, and you responded to my tweet. This was the first craft beer that I had when I hit London, and that is Beaver Town. Beaver Town. 
Hell yeah. And that's Gamma Ray cans in the back. It's all blurred out, but I know that's Gamma Ray, goddammit. Yep. And that was like, I remember weary-eyed. I'd been traveling. I was tired. We walked to the uh. pub that's up, and I see, I'm like, all these weird beers. And I'm, I asked the bartender, what do you recommend? And they're like, Beavertown. It's probably one of the best beers. Yeah, dude. What is, so Beavertown Brewing is like one of the best craft beers you can get in London or the UK. They don't have a huge craft beer scene there. There's right. some up-and-comings. Brew Dog's probably the biggest one out of Scotland. Yeah. Which you kind of like, eh. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but this one, man, uh, and like I had been enjoying their beers for a couple of years. I uh, had contemplated just going to the brewery because it was nearby kind of, and I never really found time because I'm like so busy when I'm over there. I'm so busy but, when uh, I'm over there. But, uh, but like, now little, Heineken. Little for the research, I find out this is Robert Plant's son. Yeah. Who's like does this brewery? He, he just doesn't want to do music. He was like, I tried doing the music thing and trying to do this, but you know what? I like craft beer. I'm cool with this. I know I'm not going to make a ton of money, but I'm well off. I don't need to worry about it. And he just wanted to go make good beer, hired cool people, had a cool fucking brand, did a good job of doing this shit. Now fuckers are getting getting acquired by He's getting Heineken. Paid. Heineken a- yep. acquired I saw, or well, well, I saw this and the article says that uh, the Heineken takes a 49 percent stake in the brewery. Oh. Until the second year, and after one year, they get the other 51%. Oh. Yep. So it's a full acquisition, but for some reason, there's a one-year gap. It's a 49 and then a 51. Well, it's to kind of blunt the news a little bit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like hey, hey, we're still cool, and in a year, you'll I, forget about this whole thing. I mean, you remember yeah. how heads Lagunitas kind of exploded? Went? Yeah, just over Lagunitas. But well, Lagunitas was pretty yeah. much the same way, wasn't it? Because I want to say Heineken took not quite... Half share, yeah, they did. And it was like, oh yeah, you know, Tony's still in charge, and Tony still has that extra. Oh, he's going to be, and then like a year later, he handed it all over. Yep. Clearly, that's their move because after a year, most people have forgotten about it. Yep. The news cycle is over. You know, and you'll either continue to buy it or you'll have just stopped right away. Yeah, either right. one or the and other. I mean, they're they're tiny. They're not big at all. I mean, I've never seen no. their beer outside of London, and I've been all over the UK and in Europe. I've never seen their beer anywhere else other right. than London. Well, you're about to find it somewhere other yeah. than London because yeah. they're moving production to Belgium temporarily for Gamma Ray and Nickel. So Gamma Ray is there. Basically, it's an APA, but it's more like an IPA. It's very heavily hopped APA. Oh really? Uh, Nickel yeah. oil. Nickel oil is like a uh, session IPA, and they're both fantastic. They're yeah, both, they both. They're, they're both, had both of them, beers. and they I mean, were really, really good. Really, really good beers. I mean, that, like I said, weary-eyed, tired, th- that's the first beer I had, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe London isn't as <laughs> yeah, bad no. as I think it is, and everywhere I went, they were always on tap, yeah, and I always was, would this have... This was a shining light for me. Yeah. I mean, this was like something, every time I go over there, I know I can get like an American-style, good craft beer over there. Yep. Uh, well, now you know. can't. And clearly, it had. A, there's a lot of people that love that brand, right, that, that company, that beer, because there was a lot of scuttlebutt over the fact that Beavertown was... They were going to get acquired, but everybody was denying it. But, you know, the truthers were out there, and it's like, man, it's not a flat earth. I mean, <laughs> either they're going to get bought or they're not, you know? Yeah. I mean, okay, this this kind of bugs me because it, you know, they've sought an investor for several months to fund a move to a bigger production site. Man, do what so many other breweries around here do and save up money. And pay cash for it. Well, not only that, but for fuck's sake, it's Robert Plant's kid. It's not like the kid's broke. Yeah. Well, he, hi, doesn't hi wanna, he doesn't want daddy's money, though, right? So there, And, and I get that. And, and kudos for him for yeah. it. I get that. Man, but just, I don't know. I, you know. Be patient. It's a thing that's and, possible. Yeah, be patient and it will come to you. If you need to expand that much, then that's because you're generating a ton of production, which means you're generating a ton of revenue, yeah. which means you're generating profit. What? And just start squirreling some of that away until you have enough to put down a down payment somewhere. You don't have to get in bed with Heineken. Yeah, exactly. Less than getting in bed with them. This is giving everything to Heineken. They, they've been yeah. bought. This forty nine fifty one is weird, but I mean, it's, it's over. It's done. 
The, the, for, to me, forty nine fifty one is a PR move. Yeah. So we're gonna no, it is. It. Absolutely. We're going to do it so we can pretend that we're still in charge, and then quietly a year later, we'll give our stuff back. And a couple yep. of people will report on it, but mostly it'll just slide off into the sunset. Yep. Well, speaking of big beer. Yeah, so this has been a couple of years back that we talked about, at the time, a bunch of uh, barley growers in South Africa and... Before Miller Coors was acquired by AB and Bev, it was Hop Farms. Was it Hop Farms? Yeah, I thought it was. They, they, uh, oh, that's right. You're right. You're AB, right. AB bought Miller Coors and got all of the Hop Farms that's in South right. Africa, and everybody was throwing a fit. Not that anybody was using. I mean, there were some that were using South African hops, but I mean, it wasn't like I right. know. I mean, uh, several people were. I mean, sure, but Wicked was, Weed. Yeah, not that that really matters <laughs> yeah, to them, but yeah. well, but, so um, they fixed that glitch. But Resident Culture <laughs> was getting South African hops. <laughs> Salute was using. Oh it. man, I was oh. gonna spit take out of Josh. You did. That was good. That was good. Uh, but now, apparently, the grain growers of South Africa believe that basically ABM Bev is trying to screw them out of money. Big shocker there. Yeah. Uh, and more importantly, again, a part of that takeover of Sab Miller it, it basically is where they're starting to get screwed because they're trying to play around with their contracts and drop the amount of money that they're going to pay them. It, well, and the problem is um, when they were going through that whole, you know, Sab Miller, everything, um, they had to maintain existing supply agreements. That was part of the, like, right. we will sign off on this. Yeah. Yeah, well, so long we'll, as you maintain everything, so this is yeah, you know, them saying this is a violation of again, yeah. kind of what Jeff said earlier. Fix that glitch. That's what they're that's what they're trying to do here. They're trying to just force their way in and say, "Hey, we're big enough. Our dick's this big. Don't worry about it." But big business isn't the evil guy. Remember, we should all be like lifting each other up, making each other better, man. Right, right. So we, we remember the fun that was Green Flash and what it turned into. And oh, my gosh. Yeah, I feel so bad for that. Grand opening, grand closing. Yeah, the, the nightmare that grand that, opalizing. that whole thing turned into. Well, this is about a week ago based off of this recording, uh, but they have assigned a former AB or Anheuser-Busch executive, Michael Taylor, as its new CEO. So he was a vice president of mergers and acquisitions. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> and I don't quite know what this is going to mean. So it'll be interesting. You know, hopefully this doesn't mean what it you know probably likely could mean. But if you bring somebody in that's got experience with mergers and acquisitions, and you tout that in your news press article, yeah, there's probably a reason, and you're probably looking to get yourself acquired. Yep, he's gonna start calling the people that he knows, and he's gonna get Green Flash acquired. Now, now or I'm, or is he gonna say, okay, cool, we need to, you know, maybe. Purchase, yeah, because well, that worked so well for us last time, didn't it? Green Flash, Alpine, yep, yep, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this goes because yeah, who would want that job? I mean, there's got to be some kind of carrot at the end of that stick. I mean, there, who would take a job from somebody who just had to close a production facility, pulled out of 42 states? You're coming into a, a sinking ship. But again, you know, you do what you can. You use your knowledge of mergers and acquisitions to help write the books as best you can. Yep. You show growth and then you find somebody to buy. Yep. Whether it's a Heineken or, you know, Sab or uh, Molson Coors or, or AB. ABI or, or Sam or whoever else feels like buying. Sa Sam doesn't buy though, does he? 
No, not dogfish. Talking about Sam Adams. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, they buy all the time. Did yeah, they? they yeah. What, uh, the Coney Island. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Different uh, cider oh, I thought makers that was just, and I stuff. I thought they yeah. just like I spun they that off. Brought it out of thin air. No, Coney Island existed before oh, yeah, it existed that. Existed before that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Blue point, or not Blue Point? That was AB. Right? Yeah, it was AB. Yeah. But they, they've bought a few other, like Chris said. Well, s- cider companies and shit like that. The cider, yeah, and uh, they rebranded the it into the Angry weird Orchard dude with the mustache with the weird travelers. The travelers, Traveler. yeah, they bought that. They did all kinds of. No, things. travelers was invented out of thin air. Oh, was I thought yeah. they bought that too. No. That, that was that was See, that's, that's, that's what they think. want. That's what they want you to think. That one was just invented. When they invented, they want you to think that they they made it out of thin air. But when they made it out of thin air, they want you to think they. Hey, it. guess what? Uh, at the Richmond, Virginia airport, I had a Sam Adams New England IPA, and it was pretty fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> Which means if you like New England IPAs, you're not going to like it. Oh shit! <laughs> it was more like hilarious. a West Coast IPA. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was clear. One of these days, it wasn't hazy, bro. It wasn't hazy at all, but it tasted good. I was very disappointed. I was in Louisville. I was looking for, I, I stopped in um, a bottle shop hoping to find the uh, Against the Grain Clear IPA. Could not find it. Oh, um, bummer. That's a bummer. <laughs> it's a thing. You should listen to the show, Chris. Yeah. Clear IPA. Clear IPA. No. Uh, have you guys ever had anything from Schmaltz Brewery at all? Yes. Okay. Jubilation. Jubilation's kind of a big one, right? Mm-hmm. Like they make a lot of other stuff, but that's mostly Star Trek beers anymore. I think is all I ever <laughs> yeah, see. Yeah, which is kind of weird, but but Jubilation is kind of a big one. Um, and hell, the, the, the Linny's Rye. I mean, that was one of the better Rye I've had. Really? Still, I don't yeah. think I've ever had that Go one. For it. Okay, I shall. Uh, basically, they launched, and I didn't know they launched originally as a contract brewing company. I just assumed they were kind of their own thing. On their own, but apparently they launched as a contract brewing company, opened their own brewery, and decided to basically sell that brewery now to Single Cut and turn back into a contract brewery. Alrighty then. Don't quite understand why, but yeah, it's it's just a weird decision to me. But I mean, I I guess like I said, I didn't realize they launched as a contract brewery, which that whole thing is just weird to me that you launch as a contract brewery like that makes a, a ton of sense if you've got recipes and you want to get product to market and start establishing you know opening your brewery is a huge financial undertaking yeah i don't know why it's so frowned upon though i mean it's very frowned upon for people that like get out and like don't they don't have the capital to get their own equipment but they can they have good recipes and they want to get to it okay all right now i see your point yeah okay I, I get mean, that. There's a big facility in Lakeland, Florida that does right, right, right. Yeah, contract I'm, brewing for a lot of people that we like. Like Green Man, yeah. does it because they have distribution in Florida. That's where it all comes from. But yeah. I think that's Cigar someti- City. Sometimes uh, that's the, the problem is that there's not enough transparency in that. You know, like we've come to learn because of how much we're plugged into the scene. You know, we've come to learn. Well, Evil Twin brews a lot at Westbrook. Yes. Even though they technically have, you know, yeah, we, it's we called cons- contract brewing. It, well, sure it is, and we know that, but it isn't always clearly called out on their packaging correct it wouldn't take much to say you know blah 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 blah, you know brewed and canned at such and such facility like i don't think that would be asking too much yeah exactly just talking about coney island yeah and they are they were coney island and then alchemy and science or sam adams (laughs) bought that part off of them oh for two point yep for 2.9 so they kept the Schmaltz. discount compared to the money being thrown around today. <coughs> right. Jesus. But they kept Schmaltz. They didn't want to get rid of that. That's kind of their thing. And then, like I said, they have decided to just turn back to contract brewing, which, good on them. I mean, especially in, in the world today, and um, we've talked about it on previous shows. I'm sure we'll talk about it on a future show. So many breweries are getting themselves into trouble 
stretching themselves too thin with equipment as it is. This is, I'm sorry, this beer is fucking weird, and I can't believe we're drinking it. Which one? That one? This one? Yeah. You know what that is, right? I haven't tried it yet, no. <laughs> Read the label. I just says off-colored eek. Off-colored eek. <laughs> it's yeah, called eek. You, you clearly have forgotten, because you were on the show when we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Is this one? Is it like a mouse in the bottle or something? No, just wait. Don't, no, don't, don't, don't point oh, it out. Yeah, just, no, yeah, see, uh, no, okay. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. I was like, don't tell him yet. Let it, let it be a good surprise and a reveal. No, let's read the champagne yeast, and now I remember. Now I remember. What kind of champagne it. yeast? It's the champagne, champagne for beers. Beer. This is actually the champagne of beers. <laughs> it is. Uh, but anyways, like I said, this is I, I, yeah, like it, what, where we're, you're going. We're, we're going to continue talking about this, I'm sure. And different brewers based on what kind of income they have are going to come up with different ways in which to bring their beer to market. And it's not always going to be the same path for everybody. For some places, it's going to be expanding their existing space, making a brew pub. For some places, it's going to be package only. For some places, some breweries are only going to want a contract. It all really depends on the individual and where they want to be. It's just like the conversation about distributorship. For some breweries, they take that path of distributorship and they go to a lot of states all at once. Yep. And that is great if that's what they want to do, but not everybody wants to do that. Right. And, and this will give you guys an idea of how kind of mu- how much they shrunk. So after they sold Coney Island off, at that point, that accounted for about half of the 12,000 barrels they were producing in 2013. This last year, that shrunk down to 6,000 barrels. So, so another 50%. Yeah. So basically, they have shrunk tremendously. Oh, okay. No, I think you're reading that wrong. At the time of the sale, it accounted for about half of, of the, the 12,000 12, barrels. barrels. So they dropped a little bit. They went from okay, about okay. 6,000 to about 6,000. So they've been flat. Okay, okay, all right. But, okay. But still, flat in a time where craft beer is having tremendous growth, Yeah, that's bad too. Yeah. It's just not as bad as you know half their business going away. Right. Well, that's worse. Schmaltz is, <clears throat> I'll see Schmaltz beer on the shelves and I... Usually they've got a layer of dust on them anyway. I don't know if it's just they're not making trendy or sexy beer or... Or they don't have any distributor support or reps or... Yeah. Nobody's nobody's pushing that beer and nobody's recommending that beer. And so that could be part of it too. You know, they're doing 6,000 barrels annual production, but their brew house is capable of 50. Yeah. Damn. Um, why do you have all that equipment? Yeah. Well, now they don't. <clears throat> yeah, now they don't. Problem. No. Problem solved. Problem and, solved. But that's the. I think that's the beautiful the thing. Glitch. That was yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the beautiful thing about craft brewing, or at least contract brewing, is there's less pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I mean it's just you turn point. the faucet on when you need yeah. to. Yeah. Well, less you, pressure, you but also less profit. Go, yeah. You pay less to go in and, and make well, your so. beer, as opposed to I have to make so much beer and sell so much beer in order to pay. Yeah. In order to keep the lights on. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I should say less profit. I should say less margin. Sure. Say. Yep. Yeah. There I guess go. it depends on how they have the whole thing set up. True. You know, they could maintain their slice and then just kegs get more expensive. All right. Last story before the break. Have I, has anybody in this room been to One World Brewing? Yes. Yes. That is in Asheville. Okay. Never heard of them. Never going back. Okay. Same. Yeah. Same here. It was not impressive. Well, despite that. Even though it may not be good, they have been open for a while. They've been there for four years. No, I've not been to the new location, so no. it's it's not like they're a new place. But as Chris just mentioned, they're getting ready to open a new location, and then they got vandalized. People putting no more breweries and fuck beer city on the side of their building. 
Because clearly that's this brewery's fault. Right? This this goes along with... That's what you get for having these beautiful, just pristine white walls, though. It's inviting graffiti. But I just, I, this is one of those situations where it's like, okay, edgelords, cool. I don't get it. What What's the purpose in this? Kids, I, I see I see no reason whatsoever. You know, if, if you don't like breweries popping up... Move? Vote. Okay, that too. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have no idea. Um, it, just, it just makes no sense. I mean, you can kind of see something. So I, I kind of live in the suburbs of Charlotte, and uh, there's people that are like have lived in the suburbs of Charlotte for a long, long time right. before I ever moved there. But there's people that are moving out. They're like, I can't stand all the people moving to the suburbs, and they're like, they're moving out. But that's their prerogative, right? Move out. If you don't like the <clears throat> traffic and the stores and the restaurants and yep. the bars and the yep. shopping and the nice shopping Wait, aren't you the one that's always complaining about too many people everywhere? No, too many yes. people in one small location. I like having good restaurants and bars and stuff, but I also I like just don't like there. all the people being there. Right, yeah. got it. <laughs> when I'm there, you can go there when you want, but when I'm there, you when can't I'm at, be out. Get the fuck out. You all yeah, can't see need, him shaking his fist right now. We need a fucking TSA pre-check line for everywhere I go. Would be oh, fantastic. Jesus <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a, uh, I'm a grumpy old man. You, he's never even here, either. I mean, right. That's the kicker. I mean, it's like... Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, they, I mean, maybe these people are just, like, tired of... I mean, you never know. Maybe this is in a, in a place where there's a, a neighborhood, and like, now there's going to be, like, drunk people screaming at 12 o'clock at night. I mean, most people... Some people are not are, are not classy drunks, right? They get out, and they go right, to bar, they what, go brewery crawling. What and, brewery is open until midnight? Uh, most of them in Nashville, yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah, okay. pretty much. I would say around here, they're around not... South Slope, anyway. Around here, they're not. This shit I mean, closes down at 10. Advice to whoever vandalized this building: No more breweries. Uh, come on, man! It's like, not going to stop anybody. Yeah. But this is edge lording at its best. This is edge. These are edge lords. Can I? Can I? I'm honestly, I'm surprised that they are opening a second facility. Well, I mean, based I mean, off of what you two said, I, I am as well. I but mean, I just I went there and we split a flight of six between. Two people, and there were two beers of that flight of six. We fucking finished. Hey, I mean, it's like, Asheville. I, like, have you ever? I, come on, I can finish something. Asheville, open a brewery, print money. Yeah, it's so, I guess it so. People go there I for guess. beer, and they're going to go, and they're yep. going to have a good time, whether the beer is good or not. Yep, exactly. They call it Beer City for a reason. I mean, the last yeah. time that a brewery in Asheville closed. Uh, Refresh my memory. Does anyone remember uh, one closing yeah, after I do. Craggy? It was, uh, it was Craggy. It's the only one I can remember was Craggy. That was forever ago. Yeah, that was a long, so, long time well, ago. There, did not, one close after that? No, not yeah. that I, no, not that I know that. of. And Craggy was taken over by the, the location. Highwire. Like Highwire, yeah. Highwire. All right. I, uh, here's a dumb question. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to even remember the name of this place. Was it French Broad? Yeah. yeah. That place is great, man. They got is bought. it still open? They got bought. Okay. They got bought by Catawba, right? Mm, not Catawba. Um, oh yeah, uh, uh, the the monk, the thirsty monk, thirsty monk, thirsty yeah. monk. Oh, okay, the thirsty monk okay. Group okay. Bought them. Yeah. Okay, that's why that I don't location, see their man. That play, that location was sweet. That's why I don't see their beers anymore. Gotcha. Nope. Okay. Because I was going to say maybe they closed. I, no, I was well, just going to throw that out there. All right. Anyways, are we ready for break? Yep. Sure. All right. We'll, we'll be, be back, back in thirty. Oh, oh you can't do oh, it. Wells gets to do oh. that now.
Hey Chris, do you remember how Lionel Bible? Okay. To the show. Well, yeah. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Of course. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll be listening when I'm gone just to hear what you jackasses sound like without me. <laughs> we fired Josh. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't show up for the show this week, and Trump's we have his done. stuff. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, so buy no buy. We're going to give you our buy or no buy rating. We have a binary system here. We tell you whether we'd like to beer or not, whether we'd spend our hard-earned money on it. No five and a half stars, one and a quarter stars. Either buy it or you don't. All Jeff, right, cool. First beer up. First beer up. Uh, listener submission from Manside. Um, this is Rheingeist's Press Tart. See what they did there? Mm-hmm. Press start. Press tart. Press press tart. tart. Uh, stamp on the bottom of the can says all your base are belong to us. Nice. Oh uh, shit. Oh nice. Uh, it's, on the back, it's uh, it's in collaboration with the gaming gurus at 16-bit bar and arcade. So that's kind of cool. There's okay. Some, there's some kind of arcade that they did this press tart arcade. I get it. It makes sense now. Yeah. Uh, totally. This is a fruited Berliner Weiss, um, featuring. There's uh, fruit in this. You think? <laughs> Uh, Bramble Smash with Marion Berries and Blueberries. Um, man, I really like this. It's like super juicy, but it's not a, an IPA. But I mean, like like the fruit in this is just fantastic. And uh, at 4.4%, I mean, this is pool beer. It's in a I was, can. I was about to say, could this oh, be pool beer? beer. <laughs> pool beer. I you, wish I would have got... You can't see how perp it is if you're drinking it out of the can, though. This is also true. Um, it's purple, folks. I, I was, when I was in Louisville, actually looking for the clear IPA, I saw a six pack of this and I picked it up. I, I wish I would have picked up another one. Uh, I really enjoy this. So I'm a big buy on this one. Wells, this was good. First beer syndrome, though, it definitely kind of peeled my ears back a little bit. <laughs> I was not expecting such a rush of fruit, and there is a rush. Like, are you sure you didn't like accidentally? Would pick you up say, like, "Oh, a rush"? But it's like, did you pick up Chianti in a can you or something? Least. Like, did you accidentally I heard grab? Yeah, whatever. Legion of Doom. No, yeah, this, come on, I'll get it. This this was this was really tasty. I I'm gonna be on the lookout for this. Bye, Chris. Chris. I loved it. I thought this was fantastic. Um, definitely a buy for me. Um, another another winner for Rheingeist. I've been impressed yeah. with their beers when I've had them. Good place, Josh. I mean, I might have like the worst of all of you with first beer syndrome because I haven't had a beer since the Tuesday after Memorial Day. What? Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like I needed to have a good cleanse. It doesn't kill you once in a while. He's but been drinking nothing but lemonade and cayenne pepper. Let, let your liver function normally <laughs> for a couple of weeks. Uh, holy, holy shit! That was a that was a teeth pulling first. Mm-hmm. Wow! But it was fantastic. I'm glad you liked it. Did you know that uh, Marion berries are actually blackberries? Oh god damn it! <laughs> I'm just oh. I'm just <laughs> throwing that out there. I didn't know that. <clears throat> I wonder I love it. And if you didn't know... Now, now you know. know. Whatever. I'll still buy it. Next beer up. Yeah, next beer up. Uh, so again, talking about Bearded Iris uh, in Nashville. Uh, it was swung by. So this is one of their Crowlers. Uh, 5.5%. This is their Trickster IPA, which they did as a collab with Jester King. Um, this is a... Uh, classified as a New England IPA. Um, it is... It is hazy. But it's not like, you know, those those ones that look like they've got flour uh, <laughs> dissolved in it. Um, it's I like it. It's it's, it's almost like lemonadey. Yeah, a little bit consistency yeah. wise. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's right. It's towing up to that line of this is too much for me, but I still like it. Um, I bought it and mm-hmm. I'd, I'd buy it again. I, I liked this one. Okay. Yeah. Wells. No buy. Okay. My reason being, this thing is unusually dry. 
And I thought, you know, maybe it's just coming off of that, you know, overly fruited beer, but even having it now after another similar type beer, this is incredibly dry for the style and I'm not on board with it. This is like, it's like either yeast, like it's Chester King. So, you know, I mean, exactly. Is there some sort of secondary yeast? That, I mean, anyway, no, I we can skip Chris. Cause I already know what he's going to say. I, it wasn't bad, but like I would never, like if I ordered a plane of this at the, at the pub and then I would never get a second one. So I got to say no, buy. It wasn't bad. It didn't taste bad, but it's just not my thing. Not going to buy it. So not only is it is it dry, it feels thin to me. Mm-hmm. Feels very very thin. Like there is no mouth feel to this. Like, yeah, I, there's something that I went. There's something up. Yeah, there's something that might have went funky with this. Uh, Literally, so I'm I'm gonna say no buy. Next beer up. All right, so next beer up also from Nashville <clears throat> again. Uh, from Southern Grist and Heist Brewing. Wait, what? Nice little collab there. So let me get this right. You were in Nashville and you had Heist. Yep. Bought a Heist beer. Uh, I this don't even is... think I've had this beer before. You've never had this one before? No. A former employee has not had no. one of their beers. Oh, it's going to be funny as hell if I do end up working over there. <laughs> when you end up working over there. Again. Again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at any rate, um, this is Colonial Tourette's. Tourette's? T-E-R-R-A-Z-A-S. Tourette's? Sure, I'll take it. Yeah, uh, this is a it's, it's a coffee oatmeal milk stout um, using Ecuadorian terrazas del pisque coffee from Barista Parlor <laughs> or Barista Parlor. <laughs> um, I freaking love the coffee. This beer is yeah. so good. Me likey big buy. Well, similar. I mean, this was just it's a. Oatmeal stout with the coffee. Yeah. There's there's nothing. Is it like like this is this is what strongman would be with oatmeal, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is this is fun, Chris. Yeah, you have any coffee? Um, you know I like this one. Good beer. Buy it. Josh. I mean, come on. How how yeah. could you not like this? It's oatmeal. It's coffee. It's and it, it's just so weird that heist of all people like. So they had some. Um, there was some big week-long beer event in Nashville. Okay. And like I said, when I was at Southern Grist, I mean, they had... Was it like Nashville Beer four, Week? Or? Yeah, something like that. They had like four or five beers that were collabed. Gotcha. Out of 12 on the board. Okay. When I was at Bearded Iris, uh, about a third of their beers were collabs as well. So it's just a thing. Well, and I get that it's a thing. It's just weird seeing heist of all people. You know what I mean? Like, Why not? Well, no, absolutely. I'm not arguing that. It's just yeah. crazy. Just crazy. All right, next we're up. So you're a buy, right, Josh? Yeah. Yep. Coded it and said it and everything. thought I was going to drop the bottle there. So yeah. I felt, I Careful, though. No. Like I went and grabbed the bottle, and the, the label started sliding from my fingers. I thought the whole thing was going. Uh, up next, uh, from the Silly Artisanal Brewery in Belgium, this is Scotch Silly. Which is a uh, a Scotch ale that they age in Scotch barrels. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, yo, dog, I heard you like Scotch, <laughs> right? Um, scotch on Scotch. Is it that it scotch? doesn't. Yeah, no, really. We, we're still looking for Scotch on Scotch <laughs> on Scotch on Scotch. ISO. Yes. Hit us up at CBcast. I mean, forget like you know sending us money. Right on. 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 Right on.
You, you know, yeah, I mean, Utopia's would be great too. Yeah. Uh, just give me a fucking line on where to buy that shit, and I'll buy it. Like, uh, so the, uh, they've got a bomber. They've like got a, somebody who's not asking like a thousand dollars a bottle. No, no, they, they they had a bottle at uh, uh, Barley's in uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah. And it's like yeah. five hundred dollars. Yeah, so that's retails three hundred. So why would they sell for five? Because it's because why would you not? Why would you not? Retails three. Mark up. Come on, dude. No, I that saw is the retail price. Dude, I saw it for eight hundred dollars in New York. Stupid. That's just dumb. That's just completely stupid. Why do they do it? Because they can. Well, I mean, it's the retailer markup. Back to the nature at hand. Oh. So, like, when the hurricane comes through and I, I want twenty dollars for a gallon of milk, people fucking frown at me for that. What the fuck? As they should. Goddamn. <laughs> Oh, I so miss having you around. Scotch ale aged in Scotch whiskey barrels. Um, this is delicious. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Josh. I really like this one. You're I welcome. Buy. Wells, it's a ton of fun. Um, it's a little. I mean, I think a, a, a touch on the light side, but no. I mean, I. I don't know. I, I kind of like my Scotch ale with a little bit more base to it. Are you like the American Scotch ale? No, but I mean, this is <laughs> this is still nice. I, I'm. Definitely going to be on the lookout for more of this. Chris, Chris. Scotch, Scotch ale, check. Scotch barrels, check. I'm in. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Belgium. I, I bought this specifically for you, yeah, and we've been saving it for it. you. I fucking love this. Thanks, dude. I'm glad you did that because this is delicious. What are you going to do? You going to buy this? Well, yeah, of course. Of course like, yeah. So it, just a quick backstory. So when I spent a bunch of time in Greenville, Obviously, we was at GBX constantly because, I mean, that's one of my favorite places to go when I'm there because why wouldn't you Why would you not want to go? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'd walk in, and I would always see this bottle, but I'm like, eh, I don't know. It's been sitting here for a while. It might have a little bit of dust on it. Maybe that, there's a reason why. And then I started looking at it. I'm like, you know what? It's a Scotch ale yeah. and Scotch barrels. Yeah. Time's not going to hurt this and thing. And a 750 milliliter bottle, too. Right. It's- Time's not going to hurt this thing. So yeah. I, I was finally like, fuck it. I'm just going to bite the bullet. But bought it the last week I was there. I'm like, I'm biting the bullet. Nice. Good choice. I don't care. Smirt. Yep. Very happy I did. Smirt. Next beer up. <clears throat> beer up. Uh, <clears throat> beer, in air quotes. Uh, thanks to Clueless Brewer for sending this one in. Um, he warned me ahead of time. He's like, uh, by the way, this thing drinks like a cab. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, the wine. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, I get it because it's called... 95 cab ride like like i-95 yeah. like i-95 I- yeah ride, cab yeah. ride um and so this is a mead featuring uh blueberry blackberry and cherry currant damn gina so so uh you drink wine josh <laughs> yes you drink wine chris and i prefer cabs um yep, same uh, when when it gets to Are you, you i'll let ask you, me do you drink wine wells sometimes okay he drinks mead when, all right, so so I don't drink wine at all. I don't like wine, but when it gets to when we get to you for the bino buy portion of this, I would like to get your opinion on how close this is to actual wine. Okay, because here's my here's my thing. Like I don't like wine. I've never liked wine. I've right. tried to drink wine. I can't get into wine. Yeah, but damn it, this is good. I mean, like it it like I, I can't remember the last time I took a drink of something and my mouth was immediately more dry than before when I put yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, but um. I freaking love this. Okay. I would take an entire afternoon. Of course, at 14%, I probably should. Yeah. It would take me forever to get through this this bottle, which is 375 mil. It's not a huge bottle. But I mean, like, I would take my time with this. But I really like this. 
So I'm a buy. Well, I never thought I would say that. Like like a, a wine tasting anything. Like that's you know I yeah. Not buy that, but apparently I am. Wells. I thought you were trying to pull a fast one on us and actually serve us wine. <laughs> no, that would be kind of funny. Like, like, what funny. is this? My eyes got huge, like as my mouth dried out. It's kind of huge. like a seesaw kind of thing. Like my, but like, are you really serving us wine at, on the beer cast? On the beer cast? How dare you? So you're calling? You're saying this is really close to a wine? I'm. Yeah. Okay. This is ridiculous. Okay. I'm a definite buy. I can't even believe this is a mead. This is super tasty. Chris. As the resident mead hater, I think I've only ever bought one mead on the show, and I think it was... Uh, You're a resident everything. Like zombies, a, zombies, something. Zombies, take Manhattan, maybe. Zombies, yeah. zombies, take Manhattan, yeah, which I thought was really good. Um, I'm buying this one. This is freaking delicious, number one. But did you not try to hand me half of your glass while ago? Well, no, it's, it's a lot, right? So it's a lot to take in. Like It's only a 350 milliliter. Like, that's like a glass and a half of wine. I don't think you're going to drink a glass of, of this like a glass of wine. I don't think right. that's possible. <laughs> yeah. Bet. Um, so <laughs> as far as it, it doesn't smell like wine at all, kind of. It doesn't really smell like a cab. It doesn't have the nose that the, the flavor has. Of a cab. Uh, it tastes very similar to a cab, but I think it's a lot heavier. A lot heavier, a lot more... Tartness and fruit, a lot more fruit than what you get just from a straight grape wine. Okay, I think that's just that's my opinion here on this. No, no, I but this is what I want to hear. Like, I, like the similarities to a cab are there. That's evident, and I think they nailed it with the name, with the style. Everybody's like review of this has been right on. But it, like, if you say, "Oh man, I love Cabernets. I'm gonna love that," you might not. It's a little bit different. It's a it's like tans. all squares are yeah. rectangles. All rectangles. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly like that. But I like it. I mean, this is something I would pick up on the shelf. Ceiling, say, roof, floor. Yeah, yeah. So I would, I would buy this, certainly, if I see this on the shelf. I'm, I'm probably going to pick this up if I see it anywhere. Uh, Florida. Yeah, Florida. Florida. Yeah. Josh, what do you say? All right, so here's where I'm, where I'm going to argue with you. It does smell like a cheap cab. Okay. Like, if you've ever bought in, like, a $10 bottle of a cab. I bought box wine, yeah. And you open it up and you smell it. This is what it smells like. It not, smells like a, a not much, not much, a, a cheap yeah, wine. True. It's way tartar than a cab, but it does, especially after it's kind of opened up a little bit. It's got the legs of a cab. It's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I really like the. This is not a mead to me at all. Like there is no mead quality to this because I hate meads. Mm-hmm. Cannot stand them. Mm-hmm. This is amazing to me. That like the sweetness and the kind of the fruit in the, the background on this is what I really enjoy about it. And if you're telling me there's a cab out there that tastes like that, I might start getting interested in wine. Yeah, just start because buying $10 bottles of wine. That's, uh, that's me, the purple one. That's what most of them taste like. They taste a little bit sweeter than this. I mean, I've got a bottle of um, Spanish red at my house that's been aged in Pappy Van Winkle barrels. Ooh, oh, shit. Wait, what? I know, right? I mean, like, See, we're all that's saying, something like, that's going to get your I mean, attention. Like, I've had stuff on Pappy Van Winkle barrels. It doesn't always turn out well. Oh, this does. Yeah. So no, I'm I I can't believe that I'm buying a mead, but yeah, Chris. Next time you go to Florida, I, I'm in for a couple of bottles of this. Yeah, seriously, this pretty, ISO. Pretty sweet, I'm yeah. I'm good for at least like. Hold up. I'll I, I just uh, texted Clueless anyway. Uh, DM Clueless anyway to let him know. He's yeah. sliding up in them uh, DMs. Yeah, yep. we're, we're in for some bottles of this because wowzers. I know, That's amazing. I, I really want more. All right. Uh, next up. Uh, next beer up, uh, another um, donation from the Clueless Brewer. Uh, this is Calusa's Footerhead. Now, in a, in a in an upcoming show, we have uh, Footerhead with guava. Oh, mm. no kidding! 
No kidding. Well, why didn't we do the base versus the guava variant uh, at the same time? Because I'm stupid. Uh. Um, but, uh, you know, so this is uh, just a regular, you know, footer saison. Don't um, say regular. <laughs> my bad. You know, because it's just, uh, uh, you know, it's so lame. Uh, actually, this is fantastic. I really enjoy this. Um, you know, Wells, you're, you're not wrong. I should have held this and done it next to the guava. Man, it's your show. You know what I would love want. to do more than that? This next to Footer for Thought. Ooh. That. If only you had bottles of that that you could have done this with. Yeah, well. You know, first you guys want more cab ride. Now you want more footer head. I mean, <laughs> damn, Gina. God, needy bitches. What I'm saying. So, Jeff, I'm assuming you're a buy on this. Yeah, yeah. Big time. <laughs> okay. I, I really enjoyed this. Really good. I'll well, well. some more of this, too. I mean, this is... Well, you got to finish two of those other samples you got in front know, of you. I know, I know, I know. I mean, this is nice. I, I really enjoy simple beers that are so expressive. I mean, this yeah. is just a... Fooder age saison. I mean, just a... But... You know, that's a relative term, but this has some just interesting depth to it. So I, I really enjoyed this. Chris? Uh, I really like this. Um, I really dig the label, too, for some reason. I think the label's pretty badass. It's kind of cool. I like it. It's entertaining. It's a wooden robot, almost. <laughs> I know, it's like I mean, a wooden demon, why. kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, you know, did you know the wooden robot moves? I did not robot. know. I, I found that out last week. The wooden robot moves. Somebody was back there playing with buttons in the... Yeah, really. It's got, it's yeah. got hydraulics. It can yeah. nod oh, its head. Yeah, its it moves. The wind robot moves. By the way. So it's is it like the singing cows and shit that are at hair, some of the hair cedars yeah. where you hit the button and they start singing? I've not seen that. Mm, either. I like it doesn't cheese. sing, but I, I have know. seen that thing scare the shit out of children before. Oh, I bet. All the better. I mean, this beer is delicious. I mean, this yeah. is a fantastic beer. I really like this. So uh, yeah, looking forward to the next variant. I'm gonna buy. Josh. So here's where I'm surprised that Chris as a Saison fan, like I am, you always bitch about not having like that funk. Yeah. You know, that barn funk, yeah. which is definitely not here. But it, this is still a good beer. I'm just surprised because you're the grumpiest of all of us. I'm yeah. surprised you weren't bitching about that. The grumpiest I, I, of I us. I almost is made correct. the comment the only thing this is missing is a green bottle. Okay. But I don't think it's meant to. It's kind of a tart yeah, yeah. Saison, right? I yeah, no, it's a very cool. tart Saison versus like a funk. Like straight up farmhouse Saison, I would have been like, eh. Well, I mean, technically it is. Saison well, Farmhouse Hill. Yeah. It's because they don't have footer as an option, you know, yeah, secondary know. option within the... I know. No, but no, this beer is, is delicious. I just wanted to see if I could get him on another rant. Didn't work out. No. All right. Jeff, last beer up. Hey, Chris, what about people at restaurants? Am I right? Oh, my God. <laughs> they're the worst. <laughs> uh, last beer up um, from Off Color Brewing. And? <laughs> and Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is Eek. Oh, I can't believe we're actually getting to try this. An American <laughs> wild ale that has been bottled conditioned with champagne yeast. Now, I ask you, since it has the actual Miller High Life logo on the side, is this champagne yeast or is this the champagne of beer's yeast? This is actual champagne. This yeast. is High Life Wort. Like, this is High this Life. This is base beer. This is the base beer life of this is wort. High Life. Yeah. That they, like, do a different primary fermentation on. They funk it up. Yeah, they funk it up, and then they bottle condition it with champagne yeast. Fermented with a house blend of wild indigenous yeast and acidifying bacteria. Um, I mean, it tastes good. Yeah. I I don't. I mean, big question. 
Would you buy if this was? This is a little bit harder to find, obviously. Yeah. Would you buy this if it was just sitting on the shelves? If you know, Miller came out tomorrow and said we're going to release this beer as a variant of High Life. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a super interesting beer, and I would love to share it. I, I know my my friends that enjoy wilds and sours. They would enjoy this as well. Okay. I would enjoy having it with them. I would definitely buy at least one. Okay. So I would buy. All right. Wells? I'll take it a step further. This is essential drinking for anyone that enjoys <laughs> wild ales. My reason being, we've all had high life. We all drink sours, whether we like them or not. We've all had them on the show. This is a wild high, high life. And it it just blows my so mind crazy. every time I try it. Like so this damn is, crazy. This is where we are now, but it's good. It's not great. We got to be careful how we got to be careful how high we get on this idea because then for like next year at the Super Bowl, there's going to be a commercial for Bud Wild. <laughs> I'll do it again, man. That was on the second yeah. take. Uh, I know it's but what's funny is I don't. Think that's not a, a real honestly. You know what's going to happen at some point. Bud but, Wild is going to be a thing. But hey, and they're going to be like, oh, we're all going Bud Wild. But hey, check this out. Rig. What if <laughs> what if Budweiser said we're going to introduce a mixed twelve pack of like you know how we do Beechwood aged spiles and everything? What if we did like oak or Beechwood or you know just different like wood treatments on the exact same beer? I would buy that. Goodbye. I don't give a fuck. But that said, I'm certainly buying this one just because the novelty of it is is what it is. But the beer at least delivers. Chris, Chris where are you? So, uh, so <laughs> champagne yeast. They nailed it, right? This tastes very champagne-y to me, and I do not like champagne. Well, the whole so, thing's champagne and beer. So uh, kind of the, the – would I buy the, like, three bottles of this to drink at home on a Saturday afternoon? No. But I'm kind of with Wells on this. You have to buy this as the novelty aspect. I mean, that's a, this is a must-buy from the novelty aspect. I'm not buying this to drink at a personal level just because I don't like champagne use. But, I mean, the, the wild treatment and the champagne use on this was pretty interesting. Uh, I got to say, you got to give it a buy. Uh, Josh? Yeah, I mean, wow. This is, like well said, this is a Miller High Life that they funkified. It's amazing. You know, the, the, they the did this. The part is, like, <clears throat> we remember when Fat Tire tried to do their, like, Fat Tire and Friends, and it was all, like, these one-offs of Fat Tire. Yep. Like, this tells me how, maybe it's just a different world now, a couple years later, but it says to maybe. me, man, I feel like New Belgium was a little lazy when they went to the well for what are we going to do with Fat Tire. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with you, but uh, this is... This is something. I, and Chris, you're right. I don't think I would drink this on my own. But taking this to a bottle share, like, hey, guys, check this out. It's a funky Miller High Life. Like, y'all remember drinking this cheap-ass yeah. beer, right? Oh, you know that would be like a hit at a bottle share. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait. We've put wild yeast into it. Now yeah. imagine what it tastes well, like. Because, again, you know, at this point. I left it outside for a week and just let <laughs> nature take care of it. Now drink you're, it. You're at a bottle share and... You can only do so many barrel-aged imperial stouts. Yes. I can only do so much that has coconut in it. I can only yep. do so much that's in maple barrels. Well, perks up. You know, there, this is this is unique. Yes, absolutely. 
All right, Chris, it's time for I Tap That. How does that work? All right, so I Tap That. Everything we uh, bought or did not buy on the show, we want to tell you what, what would you put at home on your kegerator? What do you want in mass quantities? What are you going to put on tap? I Tap That. Jeffrey? Jeffrey, what beer do you want to tap tonight? So I bought everything. You damn sure did. Um, uh, everybody bought everything except for that one beer that didn't get bought. Yeah, I, I was the only one that liked the Trickster. I mean, that that's on me. Maybe I guess I don't know. Um, honestly, yeah. right now, um, Press Tart is getting my buy, my 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 tap. I have been looking for a good pool beer. I would. You, you, yeah, you have. Been. I would kill that keg. Um, it wouldn't last long. No, but it's okay. I mean, four point four percent, and it's it's you know got enough fruit in it, and it's. Man, it's just it's it, it's super nice. That that's me. Wells, what are you tapping? This is tough. I mean, Eek is essential drinking. Ninety five cab ride is absolutely amazing. That scotch. I, I yeah, and I mean like I yeah, I, I it it's a it's a crowded field. I mean, I bought everything except except for the Trickster. Um, you know, I'm gonna have to second the press start. That was damn close. Wow, Chris, Chris. Man, I, I am uh, like I said. Uh, the only thing I didn't buy was Trickster. I'm, I'm bouncing, bouncing between Press Tart and Fooderhead. Um, I got, I got to give the edge to Press Tart on this, uh, and just that's just because it doesn't have that horse blanket. Josh mentioned if it had the horse blanket, it would, it would be all over it, man. Yeah, Press Tart for me. What are you going with, Josh? You're gonna have to make me the combo breaker, aren't you? And you probably would have bought it had I not said Blackberry. No, actually, I, I wouldn't because that Scotch Silly is just something else. It is. So it's good. It really is so good. good. I mean, and really, and, and I understand you guys' beefs with the, the Trickster, but I mean, that's a that's probably one of the better lineups we've had in a while. Yeah, no, especially in the last month yeah. worth of shows. The homecoming, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. What are you? What is he? Uh, uh, fucking uh, King from uh, World's End. Yeah. Um, what's his first name? Gary King. Gary King. Yeah. WTF, Gary. WTF, Gary. <laughs> But no, uh, so, <clears throat> that Scotch Chili was just, you know, like I said, I, I looked at that bottle every time I saw it, and I thought, Chris is li- Chris like this. I like yeah, this. That's damn good. So, yeah, I, I was shocked. Absolutely shocked. So we're at the end of the show. Wells, where are we at? That's a good question. Uh, your house. <laughs> you can't do this. You know better than that. We're at craftbeercast.com. Uh, go there and check out our previous episodes, some of our previous beers. Uh, I've gone and put great links into... Uh, trying to code in tags for every show that we do with every beer and every brewery. So if there's a particular brewery that you're interested in, you know, maybe you Which that function works very well, by the way. I, yeah. I tested it out just yeah. to fuck around you with know, it. You know, you heard us talking about, you know, um, uh, Southern Grist. You're like, oh, yeah, I heard you say something that you had a previous beer. You can punch Southern Grist into the search box and it'll pull up, well, the other episode that we had their beer on. But <laughs> we will to pull up that other episode. Likewise, if you want to see every time we've had Sierra Nevada... Or stone, or epic. You know, it's epic. Yes, I mean some of these these breweries we've had multiple beers on over time and time again. Um, definitely uh, uh, check that out. Uh, we've got a Patreon account. If you like what we're doing and you want to support us, uh, some of you guys, you know, you send us beer and we appreciate that very much. I love it on the show. We will always name drop you. Um, but we may if you even want, slide up into your DMs. That's right. But but if you'd rather, you know, just support us financially. Um, Please do. Uh, Patreon.com slash craftbeercast. You can go there and donate a little or a lot. A lot would be awesome, but no, we, we use the money to basically buy equipment. We're not using it to buy beer. No. I, I promise you that. It is only for equipment. 
Yep. Uh, we supply the beer ourselves unless someone sends it in. Yeah, we've um, gotten Jeff and new Mike. Wells is up next, and then Chris eventually. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're waiting to see if <laughs> they'll stick around. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Um, but other than that, uh, you can find us on the Twitters at CBCast. I'm at Jeff Kissel. How about you, The Wells? You can find me at all The Wells. And I've actually been tweeting recently. Deadlines? I know, right? Oh, Instagram too. <laughs> okay. Chris, uh, yeah, you, you can find me on the Twitters at NC Crispy and occasionally on craftbeercast.com. How about that? Yeah, occasionally. What's like it uh, You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. You can visit our subreddit, which nobody ever does anymore, but I'll still mention it. Slash R slash craftbeercast. Uh, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, iTunes. I've noticed that you can't do it yet in Google Play, which is weird, but whatever. Maybe one day they'll let you rate and review or just tell somebody. You know, hey, I listen to these jackasses. I like their jackassery. Word of mouth helps, too. Beyond that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.